Welcome to a Nutrition and Clinical Practice podcast. I'm Dr. Berkeley Limketkai, contributing editor of Nutrition and Clinical Practice and a member of the Aspen Physician Engagement Committee. The February 2022 issue of NCP inaugurates a collaboration between the journal and the committee. Today, we have Dr. Chet Morrison and Maya Morrison, and their paper is entitled, For You Were Hungry and I Gave You Food, The Prevalence and Treatment of Malnutrition in Patients with Acute Hip Fracture which was published again in the February 2022 issue of NCP. Dr. Chet Morrison is an Associate Professor in Trauma and Critical Care at Central Michigan University. He's also the Director of Trauma and Critical Care at St. Mary Ascension and has been doing this for 20 years. He had expressed an interest in surgical nutrition since being a fellow at the University of Maryland Shock and Trauma Center. Maya Morrison is a registered dietitian who has worked in clinical practice for 16 years in the pediatric setting in the adult ICU. She currently is a senior manager of worldwide medical affairs in Baxter Healthcare. So Chet and Maya, thank you for joining me today in this podcast. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here. And, uh, you know, we really do appreciate the uh, opportunity to do this. Before we start our discussion, I would like to ask our guests if they have any disclosures on this topic they would like to share. I have no disclosures. I also have no disclosures. Wonderful. Now, you both possess complementary expertise and backgrounds that embody the multidisciplinary spirit of this collaboration between NCP and the Physician Engagement Committee. Chet, you being a surgeon in academia, and Maya, a dietitian in clinical practice and now in industry. How do you feel that your different backgrounds and perspectives contributed to the development of this paper? I'll start off this question, and then I'll let Maya take over uh, from me. I very much think that the um, spirit of Aspen as well as the spirit of the Physician Engagement Committee. And really our work in nutrition fosters this collaborative approach where clinicians and dietitians work together. So one of the reasons I wanted to do the paper uh, the way I did was exactly to reach out. And if I'm going to reach out to a dietitian, who better to reach out to than someone I can get dietary advice, you know, basically whenever I want it. And who over career has always been, you know, more than ready and, uh, willing to give me um, her perspective as an experienced dietitian is also someone who's handled a wide variety of patients. And since, you know, the patients that I handle in my career and that Maya has handled in her clinical career and that she looks over in her current responsibilities are kind of complementary to each other, we really thought that it was a good way of doing as broad a view as possible. And to add to that, as a dietitian who practiced for many years, the concept of malnutrition and how it impacts clinical outcomes has, you know, become more of a, um, there's been a heightened awareness about this problem. And so when Chet approached me on writing this paper together with him, I thought, you know, what a great idea it was to do something collaborative from a professional perspective as well. Wonderful. Chet, as a surgeon, what are some major points and practices your medical and surgical colleagues should glean from this paper? Well, you know, we focused on this paper on the treatment of patients with hip fractures. And hip fracture patients tend to be geriatric. They tend to have substantial comorbidities. In fact, only 5% of them don't. And, And one of the key points is that the care of these patients is multidisciplinary because you they they take input from orthopedics and from internal medicine and cardiology. And as a trauma surgeon, I get involved because this is, after all, a traumatic injury. And so the points that I would make to my fellow clinicians are 
in the context of this paper is that the prevalence of malnutrition is significant in these patients. And it ranges, you know, looking at the literature. But anytime there's a big range, it certainly inputs the thought process into your head that the incidence is significant. And if you look for it, you'll find it. The second thing is that these patients should be handled in a clinical pathway and that part of the routine assessments of these patients should be nutritional screening. And the third aspect is that although the evidence isn't absolutely clear, there are enough signals, and I looked at several papers in, in, in this paper, that indicate that nutritional intervention can actually be beneficial for these patients. In other words, I think that there is enough of a consensus emerging that although we can kind of go back and forth as exactly how much the benefits are and what of predetermined endpoints the benefits are most likely to be at. I think everybody sort of gets what I think is actually very clinically intuitive view that if you have malnourished patients and you're laying an operation on them, and for you know all those who are not orthopedically inclined, the reminder is there that the patients really benefit if they get operations in within 24 hours that they're going to benefit from nutritional screening. And then after the surgery, since you know you can't do that much in the weeks before the surgery, since these are acute injuries, but then after the surgery, you keep attention to how much they're getting in terms of calories, their nutritional input, and realize that if you do that, I think you can make a difference in these patients. And that's really what I'm trying to say in a nutshell. Pardon me for the long-windedness of that answer. And I would also add that when, when you think of the evolving aspect of multidisciplinary care, as a dietitian, I feel that this paper heightens a point that this patient population is at risk for malnutrition. And as the dietitian who screens or, you know, who does the assessment, we should be more aware of this population and that they are at risk and that appropriate nutrition intervention when they are diagnosed with malnutrition is critical. Well, thank you for those responses. Um, and Chet, that's definitely not along with an answer. That was a very good insight into the salient points of what our you know, physician colleagues should focus on, uh, particularly in this patient population. And Maya, thank you for also sharing your perspectives uh, from a dietitian standpoint. Now, given that you have a very interesting role, Maya, and in, in that you've kind of covered both sides, one in academia and practice, and the other side being in an industry, what do you feel would be important for industry to know, um, at least based on what's in this paper? So I, I believe the role of industry is to work with the clinicians and the healthcare professionals with the you know, shared objective of improving care and ultimately improving patient outcomes. So as an industry person, I would say that our role is to, you know, continue to be innovative and collaborate with the healthcare professionals that work with this patient population. Now, before we close, are there any additional comments that you would like to share with our listeners? I have a couple. One is that I wanted to echo what Maya said in terms of collaboration. I'm academia. And, you know, we try to be very um, diligent about managing our conflicts of interest and also very transparent in where we are and where we've received our funding source and what help we have in doing the research. And uh, I think that this is a collaborative thing that really redounds to the benefit of everybody. The other two points I would make are a couple things that we touched on in the paper. And I think it's fairly clear by now that we wrote the paper with a couple of 
you know, if you will, tendentious goals in mind. In other words, there was a message we wanted to put out. And um, one of them is that malnutrition is sort of a problem that you see on the acute setting because these folks come in having broken their hip and they require care, but it's sort of indicative of a larger societal uh, problem as well, in which there is an incidence of malnutrition, even in advanced Western countries that, you know, fortunately is not the majority, but it is substantial. It's a real minority. So there are public health implications. And that's some, something that, you know, everybody in all facets of clinical care should realize. And the second thing, it's very easy and almost uh, well universal when we're doing reviews to say, oh, this is where we need further research. And this is where, you know, the studies could be better and the benefits, you know, are a little unclear because the studies weren't very good, et cetera, et cetera. But we do that, and I did this in the paper as a call for better, not only just better research, but removing the barriers that motivated clinicians and investigators and young investigators have in terms of a patient population, a number of techniques, ways to study their nutritional care, and, you know, a call for the lowering of the barriers to good nutritional research so that we should be able to, you know, sort of stand right up there with all the rest of our researchers and other aspects of trauma and critical care and so forth and say, and these are really good nutrition studies that really define the benefit. And that because of those studies that we're doing, we're really, you know, diligent on this issue and we're screening nutrition and dealing with it with the same alacrity. We're screening for DVTs and getting people to have, you know, deep venous thrombosis prophylaxis when they come in. Again, apologies for the long-winded answer on that one. But again, you know, we do these, I do these projects and I think all of us, what motivates us, why we do this is because uh, we're really wanting to improve the care. We look around and we see, gosh, there are all these patients. We really, how do we care for them best? Because they're obviously, you know, in sort of a bad way when we see them. And so how can we get them as, as good as possible? And, and that's our motivation. And those are the final couple comments I would you know, say not just in terms of the review that uh, Maya and I crafted, but just sort of in general of how to um, approach clinical care with the uh, goals and the concepts of nutrition in mind. And I think for me, Berkeley, it was more that uh, malnutrition has been a longstanding problem. And I think we've come a long way in the nutrition world, you know, with different ways to diagnose, different definitions. But, you know, we know it's a problem. We know that early intervention nutrition therapy does impact clinical outcomes. But the larger piece is let's be proactive. Now we know this is a population that is at high risk for malnutrition. It does affect their outcomes if they're severely malnourished. So let's do something about it, whether it's, you know, creating protocols within an organization that sees these patients. Um, as a dietitian, I felt that was important to share with my nutrition colleagues. So what a great summary that, to encapsulate not only the multidisciplinary aspect of this study uh, and this paper, but as well the multifaceted messages you can communicate to the reader and, and to the society as a whole. So uh, thank you very much for sharing your expertise and your great insight on your paper. It's been a great pleasure chatting with both of you today. I invite our listeners to find out more about malnutrition in hip fracture patients in the February 2022 issue of Nutrition and Clinical Practice. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to present the key concepts of the paper and the review. Yes, I also would say thank you very much for doing that. 
My email is attached to the uh, publication. I'm, we certainly respond to all inquiries. And, um, you know, I appreciate all my colleagues uh, in my hospital and all my colleagues also on the Physicians Engagement Committee at Aspen and think we have actually some great work ahead to do.